Avengers, assemble. In the wake of Endgame, some were lost, others regained. They're good. What happens next? Stay tuned, true believers, as we try to find out. Peter Melnick. Graphic designer, comic book enthusiast, and podcast pontificator, and I'm Eddie Wilson. Upstate New York radio announcer in the Sullivan Catskills, with an inordinate amount of catching up in his own comic book universe. Ready? It's time for a new episode of The Marvelists. Hi, this is Mitch Halleck from Terrificon, and from some god unknown reason, you are listening to The Marvelists with Peter Melnick. And Eddie will call the studio now. Your mom's basement. No, we are in, we are in an actual studio right now. <laughs> hey, true believers, you're listening to the marvelous, starring pulsating Peter Melnick and everlasting Eddie Wilson. Excelsior. Hello, Mitch. Eddie, Mr. Crazy Busy Man, Terrific Con Halleck. How the hell are you? Welcome, everyone, to The Marvelist, the Marvel Universe podcast. I'm Peter Melnick. And I'm Eddie Wilson. And before we get into the usual rigmarole of introducing our special guest co-host for this episode as we talk about San Diego Comic-Con 2019, we want to tell you at home how you can get a hold of us on social media. And how. First off, go on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at... The Marvelists. Give us a like-ski, a follow-ski, and a whatever-ski on all of those. Give myself a follow at Peter Melnick on Twitter, at Peter Melnick on Instagram. I could have realized I could have done both of those in one, but whatever. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. Exactly. You can also follow myself on Facebook at Peter Melnick Podcaster. And Eddie, yourself, you are on... At... I'm on IG, Instagram, at Eddie9193. Look at you, you're using IG like all the cool kids nowadays. Curve, I see you. Curve it up on me, please. Yeah. Also, so find wired. us on a... <laughs> Well, I had an energy drink earlier. Oh, now here I get the results of that. Thank yeah, you very a little, much. A little bit. But, Eddie, you can also find us on a wide variety of streaming platforms, including iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, Podbean, and yeah, SoundCloud. Good stuff. But, Eddie, when we went over to Stitcher. Go on WolverinePodcast.com and use the promo code at checkout. Marvelists. And get one, count them, one. Uno. Dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis. Anyway, get one free month of Stitcher Premium, and when you do, what? you get to listen to a crap ton of audio content, including Wolverine the Long Night and the brand new entry, Wolverine... The Lost Trail. And it's Marvel's first ever, well, technically now second, because well, Long Night was the first one, but their second ever foray into audio drama. Serialized audio drama, Eddie. Not back into the way back when time when it was The Shadow, mind you, but... Well, only the shadow knows, Eddie. That's correct. And the shadow knows that if you go and use the promo code at checkout... Marvelous! ...and get one free month, it's only four ninety nine a month afterwards. Mm-hmm. So once that one month is over, you get to pay for it if you want. You, you're you supposed want. to. You can. It's optional. It's optional, people. Well, but for only that many pennies, 499 pennies plus tax. So there's a little penny tax. Because also you're just... They're, they're those asses that just use the rolled up pennies. That's they, a, oh, fine. Okay. Yeah, but you don't do. Wait, you don't do that, do you? Not to pay for things, no. <laughs> okay, good. But anyway, it's only four ninety nine, and you can cancel it any time. But we recommend you stay just to show John Q. Stitcher that we were pretty cool. Speaking of any time, is it time? I believe it is. It's, it's Vader, time now. Vader time. It's oh! time now. Long awaited, bated breath, anxiously chomping at the bit on the phone. The one, the only, Mister Terrificon, and I believe self-proclaimed or otherwise, we'll find out. King of the nerds, Mitch. Halleck. Mitch, welcome. Hey, man. They actually uh, called me Lord of the Nerds the other day. Oh, there was God. a big debate whether, 
that should be my new title. And I said, I don't know. I, I think Lord sounds less than a king. I don't know. Unless you're the king of kings. I don't, I don't but know. you're comfortable with that. What I think if, that suits you well. Lord of the nerds? No, I meant king. Stay with that. No, I, that's what I said. And you know what's so funny? They're the ones that christened me that seven years ago. And then on the air, the DJ guy uh, goes, hey, the Lord of the Nerds is here. I go, wait, what now? I th- I pre- not my name. I prefer you being the president of the nerds because this is a democracy, damn it. No, it's too multisyllable. I would vote for you as president of the nerds, just an FYE for your entertainment. I don't think you're allowed to vote, are you? Well, yeah, I'm 30. I can vote. <laughs> no, not that. I thought you had like a criminal past. How dare don't you, Don't they sir? take that away from you once you're a convict? So anyway. <laughs> Wipe the slate. Well, maybe you could have said, what, did I get a promotion or something from king to lord? I don't know. <laughs> Am I living in Lord Vader? Sounds cool. Oh, oh well, now. Do you, do you have any breathing problems? I'm the Sith Lord. I could. Depends on the time of year. I have the, I have the allergies. Well, I get the allergies. I'll have to start tossing anyway. around Lord Lord Mitch once in a while. But uh, seven years now, you've been with that title, I guess, huh? Yeah. So on the topic of times of the year, it's this time of the year. San Diego Comic Con has come and gone. And last week we did our predictions, and yeah, we were kind of off, just by a little bit. Yeah. By a lot of bit. Yeah. But. Can I ask you one question, though? Why do you call San Diego the whale's vagina? Because that's how they translated it in German. Have you seen Anchor? Oh, because I'm sitting there listening to that last week because I actually do listen to the show. Yes. Unlike other people. And I remember going, that's not the little translation. <laughs> no, it, well, it's, it's German. Peter's got a German streak somewhere, I suppose. I but yeah, so San Diego Comic-Con has come and gone, and Marvel Studios has announced their slate of films. Phase yeah. 4, and it's a combination of both the movies and the Disney Plus series, and there were some announcements. There were thrills, there were chills, there was... Hoopla. And oh, ballyhoo. Oh, Boulder Dash and Poppycock, maybe. <laughs> That's some good candy snack, uh, or popcorn snack, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Phew. But yeah, look, a lot of stuff has happened at the con with that, and I'm going to ask you both, what did you think about the announcements for this year for Phase 4. Go, Mitch. <laughs> oh, well, I was going to say, I was kind of like going to the comic book store when I was a kid and I had money in my hand, like birthday money or communion money, and you wanted to spend a lot, and you were so excited to get there, and you got there, and no cool comic books were there. There was just like Richie Rich and Casper, and <laughs> you kind of like, oh, I, I guess hot I'll stuff save there? my money until next time. Yeah, Hot Stuff's a little devil. Well, Hot Stuff there is was, cool. No. There was nothing there. I was expecting to go in and see Giant Size X-Men number one and, you know, Fantastic Four number three or something epic. And so, they announced that slate. And I honestly tell you, if this was a long box of comics, I would walk by all those titles. I can't. Unless they were a dollar each, maybe. Yeah. yeah then Eddie. I'd be like, can I get two for a dollar? Eddie, yourself? Wow. Yeah, I didn't think they were so so bad. Um, without at least I didn't we got they were bad. I just said they uh, weren't yeah. exciting. I'm I'm in the same boat as that. I got gotcha. you. But okay. to be completely honest, I've known about all of these, with the exception of yeah. Blade, for like about a yeah. year and a half now. And yeah. I knew that they were going to do a Doctor Strange too because it was announced X amount of years ago. I mm-hmm. knew they were going to yeah. do Thor four because it was just announced. Like a few months All ago. All right, but with those that you knew already, was there a formal announcement of any of them already? Yeah. There were. Well, well, at this, this was the formal announcement. Okay, but prior to? No. But All right, there maybe were rumors, you... and oh, all wow. the rumors came true. 
Well, goody. Then fine. <laughs> but I get that. But this was essentially, hey, everybody, let's confirm what the subtitles of these movies are going to be. That's yeah. all it was. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I'm fine with that. Oh, wow, cool. We got a logo. Super duper. <laughs> but there was the element of I was disappointed. And I, it, some people were like upset with me because I was over, or I was underwhelmed. And mm-hmm. right. To be completely honest, I'm going with Chad Young of HorrorMovieBarbecue.com. His comment was, it's just a bunch of jobber titles. And to be completely honest, I'm fine with all these movies, but they're characters that I was really not that passionate about in the first place. Right. You you really got to pay me a lot of money to give a shit about the Eternals. I'm sorry. Oh. They're, they're, they are essentially Kirby crap. they're Kirby's other new gods and <laughs> to quote on the Simpsons blue M&M red M&M oh, they all take, come become the same color in the end that's what it is and they're the same thing they're the new gods and the Eternals are pretty much the same thing Kirby, yeah and I love Kirby but Kirby really could not write good comics because new gods is a hot mess and so is Captain the Eternals. victory horrible Oh, okay. And same, again, same thing. Well, what about Jack Kirby's Fourth World? That's what we're talking about. But that was That's another what title. I'm just saying, yeah, oh, all yeah. that stuff is okay. good. It's good conceptually, but the follow through is lacking. It's okay? really like it's a mess to read. And I've yeah, attempted on DC Universe. I've considered buying the trades, and I'm like, I did too. I actually bought those trades because I had, look, dude. I'm just like you guys. You always hear about it, you know, like oh, you. you it's like someone bought the books. Space Odyssey. You always hear about it. You got to go see it. You got to, you know, you're not a real fan unless you sit through it. And then you sit through it and you go, well, that's three hours I'm never going to get back. <laughs> you know? It's again going with another Simpsons reference. It's like Krusty the Clown watching the uh, Russian itchy and scratchy <laughs> cartoon. Yeah. What the hell was that? <laughs> it's yeah, that. I mean, the fourth world, I remember buying those paperback trades. I think they were like 10 bucks. I got them all half off. Oh, the black Mr. and white Miracle. ones? Miracle. They uh, all sound good. You know, like, oh, this looks good. And then, you know, you start reading it, and you're like, oh, it's kind of wacky. Mr. Miracle and is the it, best of them all, to be completely honest. Cause yeah, it's but, the, yeah, but but there, here there were. Uh, there was the New Gods. There was Mr. Miracle. Jimmy there Olsen. There was, what's the other one? Jimmy uh, Olsen. Um, there's another title. Oh, the Forever People, I think. Hmm. And then, yeah. what, see, here's the problem. See, we have hindsight. We have armchair quarterback skills. We know that he never got to complete the story that he wanted to. They had to wrap it up real quick uh, in The Hunger Gods, I believe it was, whatever it was called. Hunger, Hunger, Do- Dogs. Hunger Dogs. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so you know it's a failed thing. But here's the weird thing about the Jack Kirby ideas. DC's been running with them now for, what, 30, 40 years now in all their titles? Yeah. And Dark we might side. eventually I mean, see they, Darks. They, they developed it, you know. We might see Darkseid one day on the big screen, but to be completely honest, I had his first appearance. I flipped that when Batman v Superman. You did? You yeah. had that Jack, uh, the Jimmy Olsen number eight, I think it is? And I paid a dollar for it. And you did was, not. I did two years ago at a local comic shop when they were having their dollar box sale because somebody might have messed up and left some really good stuff in there. <laughs> it sounds like my... Really? <laughs> it sounds that like much, my, my Hellboy is issue, yeah. Did, oh, different shop. Or this is the other shop, though. Okay. we're not going to say the name of. How much did you flip it for? I'm curious. I ended up, I flipped it for fifty because I just didn't care. I wanted the money. That's it, really. Yeah. I've heard that book's worth hundreds of dollars. It's not. It was a beat up copy. Oh, That's okay. why it was also in there. But I mean, I've, anyway, I've but, but, but back to your Marvel underwhelming stuff. <laughs> Out of all those, 
what, Shang-Chi? I never liked that character to begin with, though. I'm indifferent about Shang-Chi. To be completely honest, on the train ride back from the city that night when I was, you know, I was live retweeting Jeremy Conrad, Manabite of uh, MCU Cosmic Cast, retweeting his stuff. I admit, I say I'm underwhelmed, and yet here I was considering going to buy the Blade trade with the Don McGregor stories at Midtown Comics that night. I ended up, let's see, thinking more about the stuff with Loki I'm excited for. What else? Uh, have you ever watched those original three Blade movies? We sure we oh, did yeah. three episodes of them. Yeah, we did those. Oh, did you really? Yep. See, I can't. I can't get through them. I, yeah. I just. I just don't. I lose interest. I'm like, ugh, whatever. Oh, hmm. there were points. I don't know. I, yeah, I try to watch them. There were probably points that yeah, you could be like, all right, whatever. Um, but generally speaking, I think anybody we talked to throughout that month. First one up there at the top, and then they kind of wane yeah. in in uh, stars, you know, good good marks, whatever. Eddie, they literally had to CGI eyes onto uh, Wesley Snipes because he didn't want to open his eyes in a scene. Oh, jeez. Yeah. He was that hard to work no, with. Oh, really? Yeah. You can find the GIF online, and it's one of the funniest things. They. Uh, I heard uh, Patton Oswalt. Uh, oh, he's been he was in the it. third one, right? Yes, Trinity. And he was wearing a Fantastic Four shirt. It was, it, he and Ryan Reynolds were in that movie. And Wesley Snipes was in his trailer the entire time smoking weed, and <laughs> yep. they would just film around him. They, he was not—he was never in any of the scenes. They, they, they would just do the two shots, and then Snipes would show up, you know, for the scene where he had to be in, and then he'd go back to his trailer and get stoned. Ryan, Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds made the comment recently, or not recently, but when all that stuff was going on afterwards, he goes, I never knew Wesley Snipes. I never worked with Wesley Snipes. I worked yeah. with Blade. He was yeah. into the character that mm-hmm. much, and some people, so... Real quick, to get back to my point before, I'm, I say I'm underwhelmed, and yet here I am. I was adding all of Shang-Chi pretty much on my Marvel Unlimited account. Yeah. Uh, I want to reread the Matt Fraction Hawkeye really badly again, and I kind of find it funny. I recently bought Hawkeye number one, first printing, $10. Guess what's going to be getting flipped soon? <laughs> Wait, do you really think that the Hawkeye TV show is going to be the Matt Fraction series? It is because they ended up using some of the art style of the uh, David Aja stuff for uh, yeah. the promo video. So I saw some footage of it, and I was like, oh, wow. And it's going to be that, oh, and Kate right, Bishop's right. showing up. Because I was always like, huh? How are they going to make that an interesting character? I love that run. I think the Hawkeye run by uh, Fraction, Aja, and the other guy, who I'm a really great fan if I remember the name so well. Yes. But all that's happening, and it's going to be good. But like I was saying, I'm so quote-unquote underwhelmed, and yet here I am once again being a typical Marvel zombie, and I'm going through looking for everything I can. So... I am underwhelmed, but in the sense of this. I knew everything that was going to happen. And the the only thing that surprised me was the Blade announcement, which, Mm -hmm. let's get into that. Right. They, I want to know, they haven't announced when the movie's going to be. It might be a Phase 5 or later film. Because Mm. Phase 4 is going to be from 2020 till 2021. Now, do they keep the same amount of films in a phase as they've been? It's going to be five films and five Disney Plus series. So you have to watch a Disney Plus series because guess what? Oh, so they're including those into this? Yes, they are because that was a part of the slate. That's why if you've seen like the website announcements, uh, Marvel Studios announces 10 projects. And it's it's 10 projects within two years. Mm. I noticed that too, but I was like, wait, those are TV shows. Why are they being part of the considered the cinematic universe? Because WandaVision is directly tied in from Avengers Endgame. And then WandaVision goes into Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. They got rid of Mordo at the subtitle, I guess, right? I don't know. Baron Zemo is going to be a part of Captain America or Falcon and Bucky. 
or a Falcon and yeah. Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah. And that's going to be the end result of Endgame. Right. Uh, let's see. Loki is going to be the end result of Endgame, which, by the way, if you have not seen the highest grossing movie of all time, Avengers Endgame, mm-hmm. which just beat Avatar, by the way. If you have not seen that, Loki is back from the dead, technically, because it's an alternate timeline version. Sure. And the Loki yep. series is going to be the aftermath of Endgame. Yep. So we don't know what that's going to tie into, but I digress. That's something to look forward to, yeah. And we don't know. I actually, I've already ventured my theory about who's the big villain behind the next uh, end movie or Avenger? project thing. Enlighten us again you know who it is. Who? You know who? Who, 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 who? Uh, the owl. The owl, Here's there the, we go. Here, no, ready? <laughs> you, you guys saw Spider-Man. You know how his yeah. identity was revealed at the end. Spoiler alert. The uh, menace. Right? Okay. Yeah, okay, that's one element there. The other one is the fact that we have Blade, and Blade's tied into Dracula in the comics, and that kind of gets oh. into the whole oh, yeah. vampire, Here we Christian go. demonic thing. Give me an M. Forgetting there. Give me, a, give me an M. Moon Knight's going to get his money back? Not Moon Knight, give me an M. And, and make no, it no, a no, 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 no. And then Shang-Chi was the master of the Ten Rings, and everyone's oh. assumed it's the Mandarin, yep. but what's to say it's not the Ten Levels of Hell, the Ten Rings of Hell? Mafing Fang Foom? No, no, there's the other no. M. Jeez, there were three of them in there. Melnick? First and I... then there's one more. All right. One more key that I think this, and then Doctor Strange, master of the multiverse and such, I believe that we're going to see Mephisto is the bad guy behind all this stuff. Yeah, that's where I thought one of my M's was, at the second or third one, because first I was going Morbius, and then... Well, yep. it can't be Morbius, because he's a part of the Sony universe, which yeah, see, what do I, yeah. is a hot mess itself. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But he can be part of the Marvel since so Mephisto, and then he can get the Silver Surfer in there at one point, too. Yep, sure. Again, there's there's only so much money I can throw at the screen, and there's no screen in front of me. There's just Eddie, so I'm throwing <laughs> money at Eddie. Well, so do you think they would ever go that direction? Because it's like, oh, now we're getting into religion and demons. And Why not? Dude, we're literally um, getting... We're going into Valkyrie looking for her queen. We have that yeah. going on. We're going to have something that I'm very curious about with the Thor movie. Jane Foster is going to wield the hammer. Yeah. Does that mean that we're going to have a comedy director, which comedy directors are really, comedy people are really good in general at making us feel emotions and feel sorrow and sadness while still also feeling overwhelming joy and laughter and everything. Yeah. They're going to have to do, if they get this right, like the comics, the source material, they're going to have to do the Jane Foster cancer storyline from the most recent Jason Aaron run of Thor from 2014 to 2015. How do you know it's not going to be the what-if story from 40 years ago? Hoo-ha. I don't know. It could be, but to be completely honest, it is leaning towards more of the modern stuff because they're going for Captain America passing the shield over to Falcon, yeah. which was fairly recent. We are, you know, I could see them doing that. Uh, what else? There's just... But they don't want to take the story directly from the comic. Well, they're not Infinity going to. War. They changed it a lot. I mean, yeah. it wasn't Nebula grabbing the gauntlet like in the comic. Right. Yeah, they're not going to go for an exact adaptation, but they'll at least loosely base it. Because Ragnarok yeah. was Planet Hulk, and it was a lot different than Planet Hulk. And I read Planet Hulk, and I love Planet Hulk. <laughs> and what makes you think that she's worthy? to? I mean, she's just as good as Steve Rogers? Mm. To wield the power of Thor? I mean... You know, maybe it's the only, it. the only Aurora, f- a, Aurora Borealis. The only female in Thor's life that would be worthy. I mean, unless you 
I don't know about what Sif. Lady Sif. That's what I was, was going to say. Thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just there's a lot of people too, by the way, that are being very toxic on the internet about the announcement of two female-led movies in the MCU right now with this upcoming phase. You have the Black Widow movie well, that's, that's going to be happening. Oh yeah, that's, that's just stupid. All right, let's just put it out there. Wonder Woman's happening. I don't hear anybody crying nonsense about that, do they? I've repeatedly seen comments, not about Wonder Woman, but with this upcoming slate of movies, so mm. much salt that my blood pressure is going up. <laughs> Dude, I mean, honestly, I was talking about this the other day. I was with my wife, and we were out on Saturday, and I told her, oh, they, they've announced these movies. And literally, I was walking around Mohegan Sun, home of Terrificon, happening in three weeks. And <laughs> we were talking about again? that, and I said... You, and I, I, I see these comments from people. Yeah. And I said, do you really think, I mean, how stupid is this? It's, 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 it's out and out stupidity. I'm sorry. Yeah. That there's a secret, like, like almost like a secret empire of these people behind the scenes at Disney that have this feminist overworld. I don't even know what to call it. Like, we're going to re, we're going to change the world and make it all dominated by this female superheroes and they'll never see it coming and well, we will win. What, what, why? What, what, what is wrong with you? Is the word what you're looking for agenda? You? I don't know. <laughs> I, I just like, do you honestly sit there and think about these things? Do you, because there's a lot more things you could be wasting your, your brain power on hmm. than thinking about some ominous, ominous secret empire out there trying to destroy your male oriented comic book heroes. I mean, that's just stupid. I, the one that drives me nuts is Ironheart. Well, no, no, I'm fine. Again, I'm fine with all these characters. I like seeing this because it means hey, dude, also. I liked Spider Girl. I thought that was a great story. That was so, by Tom DeFalco and, and Ron Friends. Uh, Ron mm, yeah. Friends, yeah. I've been going through that fairly run. recently. Great book. I listened to the whole time and go, "Oh my God, they're going to kill Peter Parker, and it's going to be a female." And oh my God, my masculinity's <laughs> in jeopardy because my hero is now a woman. It also it drives me nuts when I end up seeing comments from people saying the quote unquote forced diversity. That's bullshit. That is complete bullshit. Forced diversity. You've seen? Have you seen the comments of that stuff? No, I don't. I don't. I got to be honest with you, dude. I've walked away from the internet long ago. I just Ugh. use it to promote the show. Good. I don't sit there and try to live my life around some obnoxious idiots on the other side of an invisible wall. I just find Maybe that the secret empire hail hydra but the whole thing of the quote-unquote forced diversity they're going on about the whole issue of falcon becoming captain america that was in the books yeah but they were forcing the diversity in the comics and comics gate and this and that all that <laughs> shit. Captain, i know falcon years ago I, mitch we're like both you know jane, we're both on the no, same like page when I right heard the jane foster thing i heard everyone flipping out i go oh, excuse me what if issue 10? I picked it up back in 1978, yeah. I think. Yep. They already did this story, so shut but, the hell up. But again, one more time, we both are on the same page, Mitch. Believe me, we are on okay. the same no, page. No, I'm not arguing with you. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I would love to get these people in a room and just sit there and go, okay, what's what's your problem? Honestly, what's your problem? <laughs> it's, I, there's, yeah. there's nobody, it's like the same people that go crazy, like, well, you know, they're coming to take my guns, and I'm going to stop them. I go, okay, first off, <sighs> who's they? Mm-hmm. Second off, do you really think you could stop the army if they ever wanted to come and get you? Dude, they would blow your house up and make you a crater and, and vaporize you before you could blink. Or the Ghostbusters. Okay. Yeah, the Ghostbusters. Before you storm Hangar, or what is it? What's that? Hang- Area 51? Yeah. Yeah. God, I love that yeah, name I, so much. I, I love that whole concept. I'm like, sure, where do you want your ashes sprinkled? One of my favorite things with the whole uh, raid Area 51 recently was apparently the military has been 
uh, briefed about Naruto running, which is you. It's like the character Naruto in the anime. He yeah. runs forward you have the and voice puts of his... that character coming to the show. By the way, do you really? No, good plug. Good plug. Thank yeah. you. I try. <laughs> but but the character like runs forward and he puts his arms backward and like goes head first and runs. Yeah. And it's like it's yeah. really yeah. stupid. Like I know people that have yeah. unintentionally done that, which is kind of funny. But well, they're briefing them about people Naruto running into Area Fifty One. We are in the stupidest that timeline. That is like without the horn, the rhino. Stop. That. Come on. You know the okay. 67 Spider-Man? Right. That's how he did it. Uh, if he wasn't on like, all fours. It's like years ago. I remember there was a report about kids doing the nitrous, the whippets, as they call them, you know? Right. And they were like, oh, look at this. And they were filming this dude, and he just took a hit of nitrous oxide. And he's like, huh? And he laughs because his, his brain cells are being frozen. And he falls down and whacks his head on the side of a glass coffee table. I remember somebody was filming it, and the dude is out on the ground, and there's, like, blood coming out above his eyebrow. And then, and then he then woke the up. And was like, another satisfied customer. <laughs> and you're, like, watching, going, I do believe that guy's dead. <laughs> okay? mm. like, I think he just split his head open, and he might be dead. So now, But, hey, if you think that's fun and it's worth your time, go for it. We need less people in the world. There's there's a need for more oxygen, so take yourself out. Do <laughs> Perfectly it. balanced as all things should be. But Exactly. <laughs> going back over to San Diego Comic-Con, yes. they also announced that we are going to be getting a Marvel What If animated series as a part of the Disney Plus programming. And yep. they announced a knockout lineup. Almost yep. every actor from the MCU are reprising their roles for this What If animated series. Mark Ruffalo. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm in complete shock that they're bringing a lot of these actors back for this. You have Mark Ruffalo, uh, Chadwick Boseman, Michael B. Jordan, who is all of a lot of these names that I'm mentioning are Hollywood A-list actors, and they're doing yeah. this. Mm-hmm. You have Josh Brolin, who I wonder who he's going to play. <laughs> you also have, let's see, Jonah Hex. Uh, I'm Whoops. stop that. Oh, Peggy Carter, Haley Atwell <laughs> yeah, coming H- back. Is, she's uh, coming Chris back. Evans, yeah. Wait, Chris Evans is coming back for this? I didn't... Yeah, they're going to do a... The, I think the first one they're out of the gate is yeah, Peggy Carter she, and Captain America. If she became Captain America, yeah. Yeah. And oh, I didn't know... Oh, there you go. Feminist agenda again. Oh, Can't have that story. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. Again, I just didn't realize that Evans was on the list, though, too. That's... Again, it shows how wild this like lineup is. Although... Also, how dedicated these people are, because the Disney Marvel Studios have made these people very rich in the yeah. last couple of years. So, why not? Mm-hmm. Although it is kind of disheartening, there's a couple names that are not involved on the What If cast. List. Robert Downey Jr. No, but that that kind of is a given because his contract expired. He doesn't want to do it anymore. He's, done. He's openly said he doesn't want to be typecasted as the character. He's more than just Iron Man, which I, I think understand. That's never going to go away at this point. But go ahead. Yeah, but going back over, there's a group of or a group of actors that are kind of not in the list. Any of the Spider-Man actors, and that's because Sony. Mention Sony. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I'm sorry, I'd like to see a what if Aunt May became Spider-Woman. I think that'd be a great story. Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> Don't say things like that. It's sacrilege. Stop it. Well, there was something of a tangent, and not necessarily Aunt May, but what if other people got bitten by the radioactive? That was another I, what if story. I have that issue. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. and like I said, it is really impressive seeing that lineup of the actors and. You also have, like we said, the Loki series. I'm excited yeah. for that. I think that'll be really fun. And, you know, we've got so much going on with that character of Loki that you 
if you told me, or if you told you know a, a Marvel comic fan 15 years yep. ago, Loki would be one of the most beloved villains and characters in the Marvel universe, you kind of would have thought they were crazy because Loki. Shut up! Shut up! You don't know what you're talking about. You're crazy. Loki is like a Z-level character in a lot of ways, yeah. and then Tom Hiddleston's performance, you know, propelled it in connection with the Kieran Gillen run on Journey into Mystery in 2012, I want to say, or 2011, around the time of uh, Fear itself. Mm-hmm. And right. those interpretations wait, of the character. Wait, you're not talking about the stories where Loki was transformed into a woman. <gasps> Sorry, I just want to breathe in. Shut up! Shut up, man! <laughs> But just that whole thing of those characters, Loki is a character that people care about. And I'm already enjoying, not just saying because the guy ruled, but the Daniel Kibblesmith run of Loki is pretty damn impressive. And we're off to the races with that version, too. So if you want to check that out, by the way, go to your local comic book shop. And it's got Loki Mm -hmm. uh, walking away from the Rainbow Bridge. Tell him Peter sent you. Or Kibble. Who? All I know is, did you ever think, first off, years ago, that any of this would be a reality? Any Marvel fan would have looked at you and said, yep. what, are you, what are you, crazy? They're never going to make a movie about Iron Man. Iron Man sucks. <laughs> yeah, Iron Man was a C-level character. Dude, I grew up in Iron Man. That's, again, you walked into that store, and if there was Iron Man books there, you'd be like, oh, great, Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> right. But here's the thing, though, with me talking about me being, quote-unquote, underwhelmed, yeah. I want Marvel Studios to prove me wrong. Because five years they ago... Will. Yeah, oh yeah. They like will. six, seven years ago, when I had heard that Guardians of the Galaxy was going to become yep. a thing, I ended up buying some of the crappy 1990s Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh. Whereas the, with the guy with the really wide head and all the other characters... Uh, yeah. Razor face was enough. Yeah, yeah and <laughs> those characters. you know, Yeah, like Scrotum Hat. He... Because uh, remember in the movie? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But anyway, I didn't care about those characters. Fast forward to 2019. I have a Star-Lord tattoo. I do Star-Lord cosplay from time to time. And Star-Lord is my favorite character. You have Ant-Man. Ant-Man is a dud of a character. No one cares about (laughs) Ant-Man. You end up having a film written by Edgar Wright and directed by whoever was the director of that movie. I'm really prepared for that part, by the way, people. (laughs) And you have those two movies that are... In my opinion, some of the most underrated films in the MCU. But again... Hey, man, if it wasn't for Ant-Man, there'd be nobody to save the world because he saved the Avengers. Well, technically that rat did. The rat. The rat did, but (laughs) he came out and told them all about the quantum realm and shit. Yep. He was only gone for, what, five hours, I guess? Yeah. Yeah. Felt like five. Five years, man. Yeah. But the whole thing of that movie happening, those movies, I didn't care about those. And I'm excited to see how Marvel can prove me wrong. They're going to make you care about the Eternals, and then you're going to have That's... Devil Dinosaur. <laughs> well, you got Moon Girl and Devil, Devil Dinosaur. Dinosaur, man. Wait till the Jack of Hearts movie comes out. Hey! The worst part is you guys say that as a joke, but it could happen. That's it right. really could happen. Yes. I'm hoping it does. I love Jack of Hearts. I thought that was the coolest costume ever. It was yeah. insane to draw. I'm actually really bummed out. Jack of Hearts, the miniseries, is not on Marvel Unlimited, and I really want to read it. It's a good miniseries. You know, That's what so I've heard. funny about that? Yeah. Um, what's his name that came up with the costume design? Keith Giffen. He will pay fans Ooh. money not to draw that costume because he, he, it's too complicated. Oh, wow. Wow. Right? Okay. Right? Wow, I didn't know if it can be done, then it could be done again. I, you know what? But hey, you know what? Jack of Farts and uh, Gambit. Did you, Jack, did you say Jack of Farts? <laughs> no, I did. I think Rewind. You did. Jack of Farts. Jack of Farts. Jack of Farts. <laughs> oh boy. 
I'm so I'm Can't 30 years old and I am back. I am laughing at a fart joke. I really did not think that would happen today. I'm sorry. Give me a. How about that? put that in there? John, wow. do Jack, not edit that out. <laughs> Jack of Hearts and Gambit. Let's go. See, yeah. uh, oh my! It's all in the cards. <laughs> uh, you tried. I got a deck right here. I said deck. Whatever Stop it. <laughs> Good God Almighty. Uh, Whatever great. happened to them? Great. <laughs> Thank you for the sound effects, Eddie. Great googly moogly. Anyway. Holy moly! So, uh, Mitch, you were saying? I asked, whatever happened to the Gambit movie? It's they ended up can- they ended up canceling it. Yeah. And I wish they canceled the Dark Phoenix before I saw that. <laughs> you know, I actually almost walked out of that movie, and I don't walk out of movies. I do not because I'm cheap. And I go, no, I spent money on this thing. Yeah. I'm riding the sucker down. Remember, and, if you can only watch one movie this year, Dark is Phoenix cer- is certainly an option. Yeah, no, and I'm sitting there, and Ordway's there, and I go, I, I got to get out of here because what are you doing? I go. This movie's terrible. And he goes, the music's not bad. I go, Jerry, it's not a musical. If the music's good and it's not a musical, that means it's a bad movie. Okay? If that's the only good thing you can say about it. So, but he always tries to be the nice guy. He's always one that's like, hey, man. So he's the Eddie. That's exactly right. Somebody's got to do it. And It was bad. I love the X-Men movies. I thought they were great. I loved First Class. I loved X-Men 2. Apocalypse is underrated, Apocalypse, I admit now. Oh please! I the rewatch got me into it. When was the last time you saw Apocalypse? It was on a couple of weeks ago, just before Dark Phoenix on TV, and I watched a couple of minutes of it. And I went, ugh. For some <laughs> reason, it, it connected with me more than it did before. But I understand where some people will feel about that. But well, his costume was so big on him. That's yeah. what he looked like a little tiny guy wearing a football player's outfit. The shoulder pads were too big. It was distracting. I was like, why can you fix freaking Poe Dameron's costume? Oscar Isaac. Yes. Anyway, whatever. What do you say? And I know you said this before in your other shows. And I swear, Peter, your idea about the Fantastic Four being lost in like the negative zone and then popping in, and it's it's like a '60s thing. Is still one of the greatest concepts I've ever thought of for the movies. If they ever did that, I split it with a former CEX employee from uh, the Middletown New really? York location. Yeah, he. I used to always say it could be. You end up having it be all the characters show up and fight a common foe, and it could be yeah. Galactus. And you end up seeing the Fantastic Four show up because Tony Stank ends up going and saying, I know somebody, a father, my father's friend, who can help yeah. us with this. And you hear maybe Thor or somebody go, oh, what, what, what's going to happen, Tony? Another botched idea of yours? No, this guy defeated Galactus with his friends. And you end up seeing an aged Reed Richards, an aged Sue Storm, Johnny, and the thing. And I would bring in the thing with graying rocks. Oof. Well, you know what you could do? Because we're, you know, Grecian formula for rocks. But you could use Henry Pym now because you don't have Stark anymore. Yep. So Henry Pym could have mm. said that S.H.I.E.L.D. was working on something back in the 60s and these people disappeared and they never came back. And then they come back and then they have extraordinary powers now. And that's Maybe that's how they do Because they're not going to do the, the Russian thing. You know, got to get to space before the commies do. That's not going to fly. No. That's that origin story. Yeah, right, yeah. But isn't it cool, though, the whole idea that there will be a Fantastic Four movie in yeah. Marvel that you just can't... Just like when Spider-Man showed up with all those characters in Civil War. It was, like, so cool to see them all together. That's all you're going to care about. It's like, I don't care what they do with the FF. As long as they're all together for one 
Yeah. Well, a lot of us have been talking about what it could, you know, entail with the characters of who is going to be cast. And recently, I saw a tweet the other day, and it was involving Seth Rogen. Seth oh, Rogen no. of Knocked Up and all, you know, Knocked Up, yeah, uh, what yeah, else yeah, was yeah, he yeah. in? Uh, 40-Year-Old Virgin, etc., etc. Green Hornet. Green Hornet. I love that that's how you remember him. <laughs> I hate him. But <laughs> somebody suggested he could be a good Ben Grimm. He's Jewish. Why, was Ben Grimm a stoner? Hey, to be fair. <laughs> he gets stoned, get it? He's all made of rocks. Yeah, <laughs> there you go, Mitch. As, I like that. As, as far That's wow. the tagline. Seth Rogen is stoned. I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> but he was good as... He was apparently good as Pumbaa in the... I want to say live action, but it's not at all live action. Lion King. <laughs> it's not live action, and this I can't believe one of the guys that was on TV today plays Timon. They said, "Oh, you might be up for an Academy Award for your voiceover work." I go, "For what? Imitating Nathan Lane? Wow. What the hell are you talking about?" <laughs> but God, we also again have. I do, how do you pronounce the man's name? Ali, who's playing Blade. Oh. Yeah, I have, I struggle with this first. Mahershala Ali. Two time well, Academy Award winner, Mahershala Ali. Mahershala, 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 Mahershala. The thing about his casting, there's only one thing about his casting that really bothers me. What? It's not the whole, oh, why couldn't they bring back Blade? I actually got into an argument with someone on uh, Facebook because I'm good at you that. Mean what? Wesley Snipes? Somebody said, you can't do that. There's only one Superman or one Blade. And I said back, you can't do that. There's only one Superman. You can't do that. There's only one Batman. You can't do that. There's only one Spider-Man. And I said, this is how you sound. So well, they didn't bring back Red Brown to play Captain America. But here, here's the thing. Spoilers for uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. We got J.K. Simmons back, so this whole multiverse yeah. thing could be a thing. But with the whole aspect of Ali getting cast as Blade... This means now that apparently the Netflix series, even more so, don't count or matter. Because uh-huh. oh, Ali you played. Mean Iron Fist and Luke Cage and all mm-hmm. that. Ali played what, on Luke Cage, Cottonmouth. Been... Oh, I know. He was, um, he was Cottonmouth. And he was Luke good. Cage. Damn, was he good. He was good. That was the, the, the first half of Luke Cage was great. The second half of that season, not so good. It was, it was, it was okay. But... No, they mentioned Hammer Industries because that's what. Uh, the Hammer Tech. What was his. What was it? Yeah, what was his brother's name? The snake. I've no. It was, there's Cottonmouth and oh. So uh, was there a, uh, was there a Sidewinder? No, not Sidewinder. Okay. This is gonna be not killing constrictor. us. Constrictor. It was another snake's name. Whatever. At the end, when he had the big fight with him. Oh, Taylor but, Swift. Uh, Taylor Swift. Yeah, she's a snake. Rat. Oh. Cobra. I'm, now I'm going back to I'll somebody. Think of it after the shows. Are yeah, of course. Now but I'm going know, back. They tied, it. They, they tied it. And what wouldn't it have been cool if one of the portals opened up? And they showed them just coming through the portal. That's all you needed in the, <laughs> the uh, end game. See Jessica Jones smacking some of those aliens in the head with a bottle of Jack Daniels. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the, if they do, the crowds would have gone insane. You but, know. But the thing is, this I feel if the whole multiverse theory is a possibility, maybe we can see Charlie Cox reprise the role of Daredevil. Who knows? Because again, didn't think we'd ever see J.K. Simmons play the role again, and we might see well. It's pretty much, I think, believe, almost entirely confirmed Ryan Reynolds will be Deadpool again. So, yeah. you never know, but I don't want to see them recast Daredevil because Charlie Cox mm. did a phenomenal job as the character in all three seasons of the show and The Defenders. So, take with what you will. 
And oh, those are just great. Why can't we just enjoy them for what they were? Yeah, it was, I, it was a great I, story about Daredevil. I just it just bums me out that they're not connected to the bigger picture of everything. They're their own were little you upset universe. That the uh, Agents of Shield is no longer kind of in the Marvel world. It's heartbreaking because I love Coulson. Yeah. So did you think he was going to show up? Kinda. You did a little bit, yeah. Well, when you had Captain Marvel, I guess, right? You gotta, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but you you would have understood the general confusion for uh, the vast majority of the world that doesn't watch Age of the Shield or ever did. They would have been like, you can just what? you can quickly explain it with one line. Have him say to somebody, Tahiti, Tahiti, just something <laughs> you know, something simple, but just a one, two, three line, and you're done. Uh, finger snap. Uh, did Thanos. you honestly think that's where um, Nick Fury was at the end of uh, the what do you call Eddie? You feel that? Right. Yeah, um, I, I think I think that thought did cross my mind, but I wasn't completely sold on it. It looked fake, so I'm like, nah, he's in a place. Yeah, yeah. Well, it did look fake from even before they panned out and and came, you know, to see the spaceship kind of thing. But but going back over the topic of multiverses, we're going to be getting Marvel's first ever horror movie in the form of Doctor Strange and the yeah. Multiverse of Madness, and a lot of people are wondering. Oh, this is where the X-Men and the Fantastic Four are going to debut. No, they're not. They're not going to debut those characters. But because this is a horror movie, there will be someone they debut. And you can't roller skate in a buffalo herd or whatever. What, what do you say with the rollerblading on this, the hill? I never heard that. I, I'm, I'm struggling a little bit now, so recall is not working I don't here. know what he's talking about. I'm you like, can't ski that? up a, my ass or you something? Can't, you can't yeah, right. roll a... Uh, Boulder. I'm, I'm thinking of a Jim Croce song, plane. but that's not it. You can't always get in the buffalo. Cat to the cradle. Oh, jeez. What is it? <laughs> you, you have a Cats guess, Mitch? I don't cradle. know. Cats in the I cradle? No oh, idea. jeez. What, what, the way he's singing it, yes. Okay. You don't tug on Superman's spoon, cape, you know. You don't spit into the wind. That's right. The moon. When he coming home, Dad, I don't know when. Oh, boy, see? We'll get together then, Dad. You know, we'll have a good time then. We're going to do that karaoke, Mitch and I. If you believe, they put a man on the moon. Yeah, man oh, on the moon. Geez, here we go. Now, Andy, no, did you hear about this uh, one? REM. That's REM. Yes, yes. Absolutely. No, Jeez. no. Yes, yes, no, no. I don't know what uh, the but you're, you're speaking How does this of... have to do with the tea in China, and what does this have to do with the swamp thing being canceled, which is nothing uh, that you would be talking about on the Marvelous show. Well, I'm just trying well, to plug. You know, the Rip month that it still Eric is. Eric is, will be there. And I mean, it is still Marvel. Well, we're going to give month. a full-blown out, full blown out Mitch Terrificon infomercial here but but yes with Swamp Thing hey, and all that junk hey oh wait 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 go back go back go back yeah, yeah. so the cartoons that they're doing the Marvel cartoons that Hulu's doing the you know the uh, Modoc one and uh, Howard the Duck those are Hulu and they probably won't be a part of the MCU either uh, <laughs> that's what I was just going to say oh come on you're not going to do a wah like Howard the Duck you're not going to do a wah like Howard the Duck is that Howard that was in the Guardians of the Galaxy though probably not it's probably going to be the really because when I saw Kevin Smith at his signing in Red Bank on May the 4th of Free Comic year, Book Day, he mentioned, I asked him, I go, how much of it is going to be based on the Steve Gerber run and are you going to be borrowing from the Zadarsky run? And he got really excited when I, when I mentioned Zadarsky. <laughs> so, by the way, uh, people... And that was it? You said it's going to be borrowing heavily from the Zadarsky run. Mm. But... Did the security guard punch in the throat? Yes, he did. Because you got too close <laughs> to Kevin again? A little bit. But the whole thing, you know, on the topic of Zadarsky, by the way, be sure to check yeah. out The White Trees, which I was able to read an advanced copy from Chip himself, and I dug what I saw, and 
I can't wait for this two-issue miniseries from Image Comics. I know they're not Marvel. But you planted trees? How nice yeah, of you. you. Stop that. But the trees, way I can't Doug, wait till next year when he says he's coming to Terrific Con. That is true. Hey, that's cool. That's very cool. But just going back real quick on something that you Multiverse said. Multiverse of Madness? Out, well, all those, all those shows, Netflix, what about something like, I don't know, Cloak and Dagger? Those don't count. They don't count. Nope. They're not connected to But do you enjoy watching it? What I did see, yeah. And that's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I tried watching Cloak and Dagger, and then I realized that as a 50, how old am I now? 53, I think I am. Mm-hmm. That that show's not meant for me. Maybe if I was like younger, 15, I'd like it, because it was like a lot of teenage angst going on. You know? Well, yeah. Yeah, I agree. You know, I know one at least one comic book store that uh, father and son operation, and he's in in the same Haven for Heroes age age bracket. Yes, in Port Jervis, New York. And uh, Emmett said, that, "Yeah, no, give it give it a shot. Um, it, it gets it gets better." My thing is, I want to get into Legion because I love trippy stuff. So confused. I'm sorry. I watched the whole first season. I was like, I did. I, same thing, Eddie. I watched the first six episodes, and I, my head was hurting. I'm but like, you know what, Mitch? Going on here? I have to be fair. I did not read the, the, the comic book Legion stuff, so maybe that would have helped. Did you read New Mutants from the 80s? I yes. read the New Mutants. Then stuff. you did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The later well, I want to see an Alpha Flight movie. I don't uh-huh. know why. The hell with your X-Men. It yeah. might happen. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Can't say anymore. Mm-hmm. But. What? <laughs> I'm not going to say anymore because Marvel's uh, snipers might be nearby. So Animated? anyway. Not going to say anything. Not going to say anything. Animated, huh? I'm not going to say anything. Where's the guard? Now, wouldn't that be an awesome way to bring in the mutants? Eddie, Just let's do. Alpha Flight. Well, I, I've gone on the idea of. If you introduce Wolverine, bring him in through an Alpha Flight movie where they have to fight the rampaging Hulk in the wilds wilds of Canada. Wendigo. Yeah. yeah. Adapt <laughs> well, that. Find a way Wendigo. to work it. Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> but anyway, guys, Multiverse of what? Madness. I'm um, excited. That I am excited for. I'm really excited for because Marvel is going to be doing a PG-13 horror-rated movie. Horror-rated? What the hell is that? Anyway, it's a PG-13 it's horror movie. Yeah. And... Hey, Poltergeist it, was PG, so come on. Yeah. You're here. You, you could do a lot with it if you're... But just the idea of that movie, I'm excited to see what they could pull off with that. And Is that Scott Derrickson again? I'm not entirely sure. It might be. I believe it is, actually. Okay. Yeah. And there's a lot with these movies that if they can do it, if they can pull it off, hey, more power to them. I just feel, am I going to be excited for these movies? Yeah, just in the sense of, wow, these movies are going to be really cool. Because apparently, Taskmaster is going to be a part of Black, a Black Widow. Widow. Yep. And so that... they showed footage at San Diego. We won't be able to see it for a little while because that movie doesn't drop until May 1st, 2019. Or 2020. No, Jeez. Time travel. nerding, the talented head uh, conceptual artist over at Disney Marvel, who was a guest at Terrificon two years ago, Mm. Uh, showed a painting that he did for pre-production work, and he had Taskmaster nice. and Black Widow fighting, and the costume looked kind of cool. He even had the shield. I am curious what they're going to do with that story, because how, I know it's going to be a flashback, because obviously they dropped the ball on Black... Oh, no, they just dropped her. But they're going to be doing this movie. It's going to be a flashback, and it's going to be Carlett Johansson. Or is it? It's a multiverse Ooh. now. Maybe yeah. she's alive in a different realm. Uh, oh, well, okay. I mean, I imagine originally, and just oh, off the top of my head, thought, uh, you know, it's an origin story. It's it's before all this happened. 
But hey, wouldn't that be something in, in the master of the multiverse if there is cameos by um, Robert Downey Jr. and and uh, the Vision and Scarlet Witch? Yeah, I mean Scarlet Witch, a uh, Black Widow. Wouldn't yep. that be something if they just show up because they're alive in a different dimension? Yeah, that would be that would be great. Cool. Mm-hmm. Now, before we wrap this episode up, we want to talk about what was not announced for Phase Four. We're not seeing anything announced with Spider-Man 3. We Guardians 3. Guardians 3, or as Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Mm. We're mm. not seeing anything announced pertaining to any Avengers titles, even Young Avengers, although with the reveal of Kate Bishop and Ant-Man's daughter becoming a little bit older, we might be seeing the Young Avengers in oh. the very near future, including maybe, I believe, Falcon being the leader of them. You never know. Or Patriot. It was Patriot in the books. Rumor right now is Wiccan of the Young Avengers is going to be debuting in the Multiverse of Madness film. And another character who offhand I don't remember, but again, one of the characters from the Young Avengers group. And that's a series, by the way, that a lot of people slept on back in the day. But now as you, you know, the series has gotten older, they're like, wow, that was a really good run. I actually have the entire run of Young Avengers. Uh Are you going to flip it? Are you going to flip it? It's a trade. I'm not going to flip it. I want to read it. (laughs) But just the idea of that movie happening, a Young Avengers movie, could be something really cool. We might get Hulkling one day. We don't know. But... Not Scar? Well, no, they mentioned uh, Amadeus Cho. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. In Age of Ultron, he was mentioned because that was his mom that was working with him at the... uh, that built the the Vision's body. Right. That was Cho. And I think they mentioned her... I don't know, but I know there's some connection hmm. here somewhere. And like I was saying, I am slightly disappointed that we're not seeing anything pertaining to Guardians 3 or Spider-Man 3 or well, whatever. Well, make you wait, yeah. dude. You can't open all your Christmas presents in July. <laughs> Absolutely. And like that's why I'm wondering, will anything be teased about Phase 5 at D23 next month? Or I think... Phase 5? Five? Five. Yeah. No, no, no. Come on. That's not... I th- no, I think they would do something because... Maybe at least 2022 and 2023. It's not that far away. Yeah. Now, you know what? We waited long enough to find out this timeline of the next several films. I get that. but So let's take that in, process I it, do, and... I do yeah. think they might reveal something at D23 you know, involving Phase 5. Because Why not? It's only their convention. Yeah. And it's in August, and why not steal the headlines? <laughs> and the thing about it is this as well. Maybe we will find something about Guardians 3 because James Gunn has gone on Twitter recently talking about he didn't they didn't announce it for Phase 4 because he's currently working on The Suicide Squad. Although it led yeah. to a great tweet, somebody going, yeah, I'm not working on it because of The Suicide Squad. Somebody tweeted back, but what's will Thor be a part of it still? And he goes, no, Thor will not be a part of The Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody responded back, uh, Scott Derrickson, I believe, called him a bastard or something. And he goes, hey, hey. I didn't promise. I didn't gar- or deny that Doctor Strange will be involved. So, <laughs> so if they do, yes, then I could agree that if you do a Phase Five, you talk about a Guardians Three, which wasn't mentioned, like you said, Black Panther and, Two. Yes, mm-hmm. there's again, there's a lot, and I think I'm more excited for. Like, I think I'm, I enjoy every other phase the most because Phase One had the OG lineup and everything, really fun stuff. Phase two was, eh, but had Guardians, so that was good, and I believe Ant-Man was the conclusion. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then phase three, 
which had pretty much everything <laughs> I loved. So Phase Four, I'm uh, but it could be a little downtime, you know. But I want Marvel to surprise me. I want Marvel mm-hmm. to prove me wrong. I want Marvel to basically make me enjoy characters that five years ago, when I was in com- like getting into comics, five six years ago, but getting back into comics. Sorry, getting back in and not caring about those characters. I want to care about Shang-Chi. I want to care about the Eternals, especially because I actually just re-downloaded on my uh, Comixology account the Eternals run by Neil Gaiman. Because I'm on a big Neil Gaiman kick now because of Sandman coming to Netflix. And, yeah. Have you read the Jack Kirby one? I attempted. Yeah, exactly. Yep, that's why... I was at a comic book uh, convention in New Hampshire, and they had Eternals one behind them. And the guy uh, had a $300 price tag. And I called him out right there. I go, you know, that's a piece of crap, right? And he's like, what? I go, that book is not even a 25-cent bin fodder. It is a piece of shit. And it's, he's like, whoa, 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 it's $300. I, I go, you can do whatever you want there, I've seen, pusher. Well, I've seen the most yeah. go for, I think, like 30 or 40 at a con? No, not, not cents, number one. Yeah, I have, like... This guy had it for 300 bucks, and I'm like, you can go to hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guys, what do you feel is going to be the film that surprises you out of Phase 4? Fantastic Four. Which yep. was announced, by the way, so got to further put emphasis on it. Yeah. But it's not going to be a movie, Eddie. It's uh-huh. just an announcement. But out of the films that were announced, what are the one? what is the one that you want to surprise you? You have Doctor Strange... You have Shang-Chi, Black Widow, The Eternals. You also have... What was what was the other one, uh, Mitch? What, the new movies that are coming out? Yeah, because there were five. Shang-Chi. Yeah, Shang-Chi, Black Widow. Eternals. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. The Eternals. And the last one is... The hell is the last one? <laughs> Thor. Yeah, Thor, Love and Rockets. No, Thor, Love and Thunder. No, Love and Thunder. And then the TV shows... Um, Falcon, WandaVision, Loki, Which, and Hawkeye. And what if? And what if? Unless. But what if's an animated show, so I don't know why that was there, but whatever. <laughs> well, it's, it's another, it's another property. what if at the end of it, though? Right? Say again? What if was the very last thing on the timeline? I believe it was. Yes. No, I think Hawkeye was. <sighs> was Hawkeye? Okay. I think it was one of the last ones, because I know Black multi- was the first one. So. Multiverse mm-hmm. is the main event of the movies, though. So yeah, I'm just I'm curious what could be the one that surprises us personally. I think it's either going to be Eternals with the cast that they have lined up for that. That'll be my yeah. my pick or Shang Chi. Eddie, yourself? Mm. I I don't know. I'd like it to be Black Widow. Um. Yeah. I. What if it turns out to be another Inhumans? You don't wish that on us, okay? <laughs> you we don't say that name here. What God? <laughs> <laughs> Man, how, a couple weeks ago that movie came out too, according to the uh, timeline. Did? Inhumans. What do you mean it came out? It's on DVD now. No, it came out a few weeks ago. The uh, movie. In another timeline, released, yeah, released in theaters. <laughs> oh, Dude, nice. don't laugh. I saw that in theaters. I'm sorry to hear that. I paid the money. I hey, hey, I'm in it for the whole thing. I'm not one of your That's bandwagoners, it. okay? See, there you go. Uh, I get nuts on this stuff because people go. I'm not going to go back and see Avengers just to give Disney someone. I go, I am, so shut the hell up. I, you know why? I go, 
You don't get it. It's a free country. I was there watching Nicholas Hammond back in the 70s on, on uh, Spider-Man, that terrible yep. TV show. I was there watching that scary Doctor Strange TV movie that was very out there. I was there when we watched Red Brown and his transparent shield. We <laughs> waited for this stuff for 40 years, and you think I'm going to not support the team, not support the cause? Are you kidding me? Probably the only I'm Captain America motorcycle, too, right? That's right. Make yeah. mine marvel, baby. And speaking of Red Brown, he'll be at Trificon on May 9th to the 11th at the Mohegan Sun here in Uncasville, Connecticut. we got to edit that. Well, we gotta, you no. said me said May. He didn't say August. I said August. I, said I heard May 9th, 10th, and 11th. <laughs> Oh my God! No, August. Jesus seven, Lord, seven to flash forward backward something. Uh, yeah, but no, the it's event. All this, it's all this talk of the Inhumans. It's got my. Uh, I guess. Tangent, trans, transgen. What was that thing called? Transgeric. <laughs> what was the crystal's name? Transcristjerico. No, they would have some some kind of crystal that was turning people into Inhumans. Trans. Oh, and, uh, I know what you're myth. talking about. Tangerian mist or something. Yeah, something like that. And they dropped it in the water on Inhumans. And yeah, like that was the Inhumans versus X-Men storyline, which... Oh, boy. Vitamin E was in it. Vitamin E? <laughs> Wait, did you say, did yeah, you say vitamin no, E? that's what they ended up saying. It was... Um, oh, man. What's the omega-3 oil? Something like that. Oh, fish oil? Flaxseed? Borage yeah. oil? I because take that supplement. Because they were eating fish oil. You do. Yeah. But anyway, Mitch... Terrificon is going to be coming up what? in August at the Mohegan Sun Casino. August what? 9th, 10th, and 11th. 9th to the 11th. See, your biggest comic book creators of all time. Of all time. He's practiced. And you guys got How a lot of there? you guys got a lot of big what? names in regards to comic guests, especially. I got With, Donnie Cates. I got Ryan Stegman. I got Tom King. I've got J. Michael Straczynski. I've got Jim Steranko. I've got Jim Starlin. I've got more Jims than you can shake a stick at, buddy. I got Chris Claremont. By the way, I love Legion himself. All of these names that you've listed, by the way, are perfect because they're all names that have mattered in Marvel history. Yes. Tom King's run on the Vision, by the way, is one of the most underrated runs in the past, I want to say, 15 years. And how do we know that's not going to be the basis for the new TV show? That's Uh true. Uh Which takes place in the 50s, which is kind of weird, but what? The fifties. What am I thinking of? I'm thinking of the three D man. Oh, wouldn't that be something, huh? Yeah. yeah Are definitely. we gonna start going through our old crappy Marvel premieres and start <laughs> so my, the my, Paladins coming, buddy? Come on, that's Paladins. where that's where Scott Lang was born, right? That's right. Caleb Hammer. Throwing yes. Detective. Find a way to make Tom Baker's Doctor Who run. Because that was Marvel premiere. No, guys. I want to see the Man Wolf movie. Oh, knows what, I love Man Wolf. I think it was great. Picked up that Moonstone, it became the Man Wolf. That's it. You know what? I I was introduced to Man Wolf in one of the Power Records Spider Man stories. Yes, yeah. uh, Spider Man one twenty four or twenty five, I believe it is. Uh, yes, he's, he's got a monster. He's my son. son. That's the copy of the You guys yeah. are a bunch of dorks. John <laughs> Jameson. Okay, that's when Spider Man issue one Spider Man spins a web and captures a space capsule. And rides it around the earth for a while. Oh, jeez. People don't remember the crap that we used to have to read. <laughs> or even something to that effect. Well, he made a parachute, uh, you know, out of midair. Yeah. So he came down out of a very, very high height, whatever, no buildings to I attach to. I remember my son reading the Fantastic Four and where the thing straps an atom bomb to his back and walks into the sleeping mouth of the Giganto, which was one of Namor's giant 
sea creatures okay. that you, destroyed New York, and it was in Times Square sleeping. Did you say Adam? Did you say Adam, Adam Bomb, Bomb, the pro wrestler Adam Bomb, Stop. portrayed by Brian no. Clark, not the and musician? My son, my son was like seven or eight years old, and he looked right at me. He goes, "Let me get this straight. <laughs> this guy's going to detonate a nuclear weapon right in the center of New York in Times Square to kill a giant whale fish thing." I go, "Yeah." All and right. He goes, "Man, this is stupid." <laughs> So now, Mitch, on top of those comic guests that are going to be at Terrificon, who else you got in terms of media guests? Oh, well, media guests. Well, we have John Barrowman, who's from Torchwood, Doctor Who, and Arrow. He's also a pip. I've seen his bare ass in person. Oh, Just want yeah. to share that. He's, he's crazy. He probably will oh, show his also, bare ass at the huh? show. He will show his bare ass at the show, more than likely. Well, like after I the show. Wait. No, he jumps up on a table and he wants mooned an audience. He does. He I saw it. it. We also have Billy D. Williams there, Lando Calrissian. Will there. he be showing his bare ass? <laughs> With a Colt no. 45. <laughs> no. And then we also have Val Kilmer, the Batman himself. We have and uh, Top John Gun. Wesley Ship, Tony Todd, Derek Mears. We have all the Animaniacs and Pinky and the Brain Damn. crew coming in. And Phil Lamar, who was a.k.a. What was it, Maurice? What was his name in Pulp Fiction? Melvin? I know he got his head blown off, though. He got his head blown off when they went over the bump. Yeah, that was him. Yeesh. Something with an M. And, uh, yes. Larry Marvin, Kenny, I think. Thundercats. Marvin, that's it. Marvin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Marvin's head. And, and seriously, the, the, the guest list is off the hook when it comes to comic book creators. And but that's what this show is. That's what I wanted to get, Mitch. How many, and also tie this into how many years have you been doing Terrificon? Um, you know what year it started, and yeah. and um, how about how many of the comic book artists guests are there? This year, I do believe I broke the record for a guest at my show. I think there's a hundred and twenty-five comic book people. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of people. That's like a mini New York artist alley. You don't see that many people at a comic book show. Yeah, uh, there it's just, it's just out there. Uh, so yeah, that's this this year's the record for that. And how many years? Well, I've been at Mohegan Sun. This will be the fifth year I've done a convention there. We've gone from the convention center to the expo center, which is four or five times bigger than the previous place. Hmm. And it's full. It's, I mean, there's not a table left. And, geez, how many years? I started producing comic conventions in 2012. I used to do one-day shows at the local Marriott Hotel. And they started getting 3,000 people, then 5,000 people. Then we went to a hockey arena, got 13,000 people. Then went to the Mohegan Sun, got 20,000 people. And it's just been getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. But, you know, that's not what it's about. Getting, you know, massive crowds is nice, but it's providing a quality show year after year. And, you know, things that people want to see, you know. I don't charge a million dollars at the door. There's no parking fees. It's all free parking. You know, it's nice. You can bring the kids. Kids get in free. You know, I try to make a value, dude. I, I mean, I've been going to New York Comic Con since it started, but I get free press passes, and it's still kind of expensive, believe it or not. Yeah. And you're a big uh, supporter, if not a, just a plain-out attendee, to other shows that I've seen you at several. And um, I go to every show I can from um, Maryland all the way up to Maine. Mm-hmm. To just promote my show and then to support the other conventions because we're all in this together. Yeah. So, yeah. You all want to succeed together. And uh, whether you're sharing ideas and stuff and maybe yeah. this works, put this over here, whatever. 
Uh, so I get that. That's that's really that's really good, and that's camaraderie right. too. As, they, as Kevin Smith says, and Peter will back me up, the rising tide lifts all boats. Yeah. So you you want to be with everybody else. You want to boister everybody else and, and make sure everybody has a good show because, you know, if it starts to fall apart and nobody wants to go to these things anymore, then I'm going to have to get a real job. Well, <laughs> that could be part of the answer to this next question because I dare say I think you're the only one that I know of with these shows that yeah. is, and I somebody told me like I don't know fifty five oh weeks before start promoting for yeah. the next year. Oh, good! I already got guests lined up for twenty twenty, which will be August fourteenth to the sixteenth, twenty twenty, at Mohegan Sun. I've already got. We already mentioned a couple of them tonight. Camp out but, now. Uh, well, the, le- the the really thing that just got gets me, and I, if I didn't get to ask you now, I'd ask you in person. Is why yeah. so 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 way far in advance? Why not maybe nine months out? to start promoting it. Why so, so, I mean, I know charities and organizations that do things that you know that are coming up in a certain month. The radio station I work for, the group, does a heart-a-thon every February, like right. third Saturday. It's known, but, you know, and meetings are happening a couple weeks after the last, the last one just got finished, so I don't know why with this particular show it has to be so, for, you know, because you're really putting a lot into it all year round and then, you know, disappearing, I guess, for a little while to, to uh, rebound. Uh, yeah, I take off into my secret lair for yeah. a couple weeks with our groundhog. No, because it's very com- it's very competitive. There's a lot of shows in a small geographical area. Think about it. We're in the Northeast. We got New Jersey, New York, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts. You know, we're not that vast near. What is that? Three hundred miles, maybe. Mm. If you do the circle, and uh, as the crow flies, I don't know who this crow is, but the, you want to get you want to distinguish yourself. You don't want to be the same show that the guy saw in Jersey and New York and. Massachusetts. So I go out and I try to get a hold of these creators way far in advance and say, hey, you want to come to Connecticut? Not everybody knows Connecticut. We're the third smallest state. It's not like we're on everyone's radar. And uh, Radar loves. So that's why I try to get it in their face early on. And the better thing is, it's a small creator community, and they all talk to each other, just like the podcasters and stuff. So if the show is very well done, and I hope to think it is, uh, they talked to each other. They said, hey, you know what? The show that was in the casino in Connecticut was a really good show. So I'll get emails from people saying, hey, can I be a guest? And I'm like, hey, what? Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, that's another part of it. Like, my guest list fills up, and I tell people, look, I'm sorry, but the, there's no room in the inn. Can you come back next year? And they go, sure, I'll come back in 2020. So that's what I mean. I actually have guests lined up for 2020 already. For 2020, please, and I'm, I cannot yeah. stress this enough, please bring back Don McGregor. I love Don. That guy is. I was actually going to do McGregor uh, this time, but the thing is, I just don't have any more room. And Mm. Don lives in Rhode Island, so if Don's listening or you want to talk to him, if Don wants to drive in for a day, he's more than welcome to. I literally, the rooms at the Mohegan Center are gone. I don't have any more space in the end. I don't. I just, I can't. (laughs) Don can pull a Mark Texiera, just show up. Always have to have something ready. You know why I would love to have Don? Because I got Paul Galisi coming. And Paul Galisi and he worked on Sabre together. Mm. And Don's just a pip. He's another one like John Barryman. He's just crazy to talk to. It's just like, I hosted a panel. I remember when we first came to Jungle Action with Black Panther. And uh, McGregor is great. I just love talking to that guy. He's got stories. mm. If you check our East Coast Comic Con. If you check our East Coast Comic Con episode, we've ha- you know I played the audio of me hosting a panel with Don, and yeah, those that's very true. He's got so many stories. 
Oh, yeah. And he can headlock a man. He headlocked How? me. He headlocked you. You're a man. Never mind. Well, I got Jim Star- uh, Jim Steranko this year, who's got the strongest handshake in the world. Wow. You shake hands with Steranko, and you've been shooken. Doesn't understand hummus, up, though. He's no Roy Thomas? No, doesn't understand hummus. Oh, oh, hummus, yeah. Well, That's a story for uh, another day, though. But, but, Mitch, how many, and I guess it's maybe just uh, on 84 there in Connecticut, how many billboards, Terrificon billboards? Oh, billboards. Well, there's three permanent ones. I mean, when I say permanent, not like year-round, but for a good two months beforehand that don't rotate. And then those rotating ones that change uh, every 10 seconds, actually. They put six images up there a minute. Mm. So they change every 10 seconds because that's how many times 10 goes into 60 was six times. So I have about um, about 15 of those wow. images on top of those. So there's a lot. You can't swing a dead cat in Connecticut without banging into a terrific gun. <laughs> I wouldn't want promoting. to in any state. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then I'm on the radio promoting it. I'm on movie theaters. We're on postcards and every gas station and diner up and down the 95 corridor. Mm-hmm. Now, somebody's got to do it, Eddie. You're too busy. Peter can't come over. <laughs> Who's going to promote Terrificon if I don't do it? Who? You? You? My mom. Right, Mom? Yes. You know this, who actually was, uh, she met, what's his name, Mark Ruffalo. Yes, she, she did. very impressed by that. So. Oh. Yeah, yes, she was. We are looking yes, very much forward to this Terrificon in Mohegan Sun in Uncasville, Connecticut, Wait, August 9th, 10th, 11th. Let me say it too, I like saying Because you never did before? Uncasville. I lo- oh, it's a fun geez. name. Isn't it? It sounds like Funkus. See? Ville. Funkus with Uncas. Some- with your uncle, with your uncle Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Funkusville. Mitch Halleck on the Marvelous. They said it wouldn't be done. <laughs> Except it was before. With both of us. <gasps> That's right. Yeah. That's I like breathing yeah. in deep stuff. Yeah. That's exactly right, too. Eddie's funny, though. I like listening to the shows. I, you always thought Peter was the funny one. Sorry, Mrs. Melnick, but Eddie's actually pretty pretty funny. Oh, I have Looking. My, it's, it's, I have my moments and, you know, not enough sleep. I guess that's the contributing well, factor. You, well, you, Peter's you're fine. good at the, uh, the, the puns, the one-liners, because I listen to these shows as I work on Terrificon, and I have it in the background. Like, my grandmother used to listen to the radio all the time. Yep. Oh, and a Victrola? I listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're not on a Victrola, though, right? No, no Victrola. No RCA dog, his master's now voice. we need to corner that market. The first ever podcast on I Victrola. I chuckle, I chortle, I laugh, I guffaw, and all your little in-jokes. And I'm glad that you mostly, I think, get them. Some I don't get sometimes, but... No, Peter comes up with real quick ones, and then you have to stop and think about it. And go, oh, yeah. They're the yeah. ones you get on the car ride home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, no. He was making a dick but joke. But of, of all the podcasts I listened to today, this was one of the best. Thank you. Good to know, and thank you. We appreciate it. So, Mitch, I listened about four. So how can people? It. How can people get a hold of you on social media? Why would they want to do that? I've mm-hmm. already reached my friends limit twice on Facebook, but you, still, they keep coming. Third time's a charm. Uh, you can go to it's terrificon or it's yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's terrificon on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, it is? Facebook is Terrificon. Yeah, that's because some jerk already took the name Terrificon, so I had to come up with It's Terrificon. Hold on, I need to see this now. I want to angry tweet them. <laughs> it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Terrificon. Terrific I think they actually put my graphic up. I was like, that's not me, though. That's a that's a dick move. Right? Oh, there was another... Uh, we don't want to get into it. Yeah, no. there, was a, there was a jerk who made a Terrificon page about four years ago purposely to screw with me. 
and he was telling people, he's like, oh, I'm gonna, I don't like him, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna promote other shows and, and have his URL. So I had to like contact Facebook and show them that I owned the trademark and that wasn't me and all that. And it went on for about a year, and finally they just wiped him out. I just, I just found it. I do love cool. that at Terrificon is followed by you and Terrificon. <laughs> yeah, just in case there's something wrong there. Oh, that's great. But anyway, yeah, I don't know. I don't think they've posted in years. They haven't posted at all. I know, right? I'm like, so just give me the damn name back. But whatever. Uh, yeah, then we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook and all that. And I'm on podcasts every couple weeks called Power Cosmic Podcast. I'm on the IndieCast for 13 years. I'm on Chaz and AJ in Connecticut, Morning Radio, King of the Nerds. That's it. Why do you want to talk to me? I just just, just let the work. I'm, I'm Steve Ditko. I don't want to talk to people. I just want the work to speak for itself. Go well, you keep up That's the great you. you keep up the great work that you're doing, Mitch, and we appreciate it. If no, if nobody else is coming to you and telling you that, and if I die alone in my apartment, please come and check on me to make sure the dog hasn't eaten me. Well, this went dark fast. Yes, we we need to see more <laughs> adventures of Harley. That's right. Harley's going to make her debut in the uh, Terrificon program. I just uh, did it today. Cool, actually. very cool. And I'm a cat person. Yes. Yeah. It's it's based on a, a famous uh, Superboy issue. Crypto. You'll see. Crypto. It's exactly a crypto ripped off, but I had to turn crypto. Brown. Different, different color cape, maybe. By the way, guys, as a quick aside, I want to say a major thank or a major congratulations to friend of the show Chip Zdarsky, who ended up winning an Eisner this past weekend at the San Diego Comic Con for Spider Man or Peter Parker Spectacular Spider Man three ten. Because I'm looking through my Twitter right now after the whole Terrificon thing. Oh my! Mm-hmm. And. Chip's uh, acceptance speech was fantastic. I'm effing Thank drunk, you. and I effing love this community. So congratulations to Chip Zdarsky, who is effing drunk. Way to go, Chip. Yeah. Atta boy, Chip. Chip. Honk, honk. What's his real first name? Uh, Charles? Steve Murray. Steve Murray, I don't know. You can find that on Wikipedia, so I'm not really giving away any secrets. Do you really believe everything you read on the internet? Well, he's openly said to me that it's Steve Murray. <laughs> Oh, okay. There's that. Yeah. So, do you know what Jay Scott Campbell's first name is? J, A Y. No, it's Jeff. Two more wow. nuggets we needed to know. Uh, something. Know. We should also know how Dick Van Dyke stays young at 93. The National Examiner will help tell us that. So anyway, do you know the... Mary Tyler Moore is buried in the town over from me? She has 12 plots. No. I bet your on mom both, knew that. On both points. Buried near Mitch and 12 plots. Well, she she was... Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's the bizarre thing. She has she, They bought 12 plots, and she's buried in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And it's just a big open area. And Mary's Helen Moore is buried in Fairfield, Connecticut. Did you know the lead Who singer... Of, did you know the lead singer of Steelers Wheel is buried next to Bozo the Clown and Heath Ledger? Clowns did to the left and the Jokers to the right. <laughs> Oh. Did you know that P.T. You know Barnum was born in the town over from me, and his grave is in Bridgeport, and I drive by it every day? Whoa. Oh, sorry. That's a good show. And he's buried right next to Tom Thumb. Tom Thumb? You know that? I did not. Who has a life-size statue of himself on top of his grave? Must. You know? I was going to say it might not be that large. It's not that. It's a little tiny thing, but it's still life It's modest. Pull us out of this dark, dreary place we are, Peter. We're we have to come out, visit Mitch, and go to the Pez factory. 
That's right. I love that place. You can get terrific on flyers there, too. I pass that all the time whenever I go to Connecticut, which hasn't been too, too many times. But. Connecticut. Our second C is silent. That's our motto. So, wow. For the Marvelists, I'm Peter Melnick. And I'm Eddie Wilson. Oh, sorry. Uh, we're going to, Mitch, you're going to go, I'm Mitch Halleck. And then Eddie's going to go. Are you? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Let's close it out again, shall we? One time. Okay. One, two, three. For the Marvelous, oh, <laughs> stop Jesus that. Christ. Who's going first? I'm going first, then you go, then Eddie. Okay. For the Marvelous, I'm Peter Melnick. And for Terrificon on August 9th to the 11th in Connecticut, I'm Mitch Halleck. And I'm Eddie Wilson. Excelsior.